name is Etienne. I'm 27 years old. I'm half French, half Chilean. I've been raised in uh, in France my whole life, mostly in Paris, um, but I traveled a lot and uh, like mostly in South America and the U.S. So since uh, my early early days, I've always been like always had this deep interest for different cultures, different ways of living, and uh, and local specificities. So I did a business school, then finished. It was like kind of a, in France, I would work to do two years of prep school. Then you pass an exam, and then you get into supposed to get in into the best schools. Did my studies, and then took a year off at the end of the studies, and it was not a year off. I decided to join the navy, the French navy, to take some time to ponder and um, really. Uh, it was uh, for two reasons. Uh, you had the dimension of a of a trip of traveling, and as well like uh, getting and touching a world that I didn't like, that was uh, that I despised, and I wanted to know it from the inside before really making my, having my clear view on how, what I feel, think is the army today. It was very interesting as an experience, a very great sociological experience. I had some great trips, some great missions, and mostly in the Baltic Sea for three months. And uh, it was very interesting to see, and also something that struck me and that was very hard is the caste system that you still have in the, in the army, especially in the Navy and the French Navy, where you have the officers who are kind of the lords of the, of the boats, and you have the rest of the people, and then my commanding officer used to call them the, our little people, our little people, as they were, they weren't capable of thinking by themselves. So that brought to me a, a deeper, even deeper social will to change this planet, and uh, I had a lot of time to ponder. And when I finished it, I was looking for companies with uh, meaning, with, uh, who could give a tool to really change the world as we know it today. And uh, the only company I applied for was the Food Assembly. Uh, I was spending two months in San Francisco with some friends just to see the market and see which businesses or which projects could uh, have an interest for me. And I saw this one uh, and uh, it has been amazing ever since. So the Food Assembly, in uh, more precisely, it's a web platform that allows groups of consumers to group themselves and buy directly from local farmers. So we kind of a social network and an e-commerce platform where you have an individual or a group of people with, uh, who have like a status to do it. We decide to start an assembly. What is an assembly? So they start a register online. They have a mini platform, and they start. They have first to find a venue to host it. So mostly in like big cities or even cities, it's mostly in uh, public places, so town halls, uh, cultural centers, schools, uh, in a boat, in a restaurant, in a pub. It can pretty much happen anywhere. But in, and in the countryside, it's usually at people's homes because they have gardens, they have a garage or anything, so they can host it. Uh, so the, they find a venue and then the assembly goes live and then you can start inviting members, so spreading the world in the neighborhood or in the little town and start uh, recruiting some farmers. Uh, farmers, they have to be in a maximum range of 150 miles and to start the assembly they need to find basic products to co cover. If they find additional products it's perfect but you can start an assembly with a, with a fruit and veg grower, with a meat or fish producer, with a bread, bread maker. <clears throat> And with a cheese maker. With this, you cover basic produce and you can start it. And then the idea is start adding some additional products, so some chutneys, some marmalade, some local beers, some local wine. Even uh, if you want, you can have, I don't know, like cosmetic products. You can have products to clean your house. In assembly, you can pretty much find anything. If you have the, 
the um, craftsmen and the producers uh, around uh, around maximum margin of just 50 miles who do this. Once the assembly starts, so how does assembly work? So every week, let's say the assembly distribution collection will be on a Wednesday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. The sale will start the week before. It will last for five days, which leaves five days for the members to buy the products and they buy exactly what they want when they want. So if someone wants to buy one kilo of carrots and one chutney, you can buy it. If someone wants to make all the groceries for the whole week, they can do it as well. Producers put online all the products they have to sell every week. They know, they fix a minimum amount of sales for them to be relevant to come and deliver the assembly. So for instance, a fruit and veg grower will say, if I sell for 200 pounds of produce, then I will come and deliver. If I don't, if I don't reach this, this, uh, this quantity, I can decide or I'm still going to distribute because I know it's the beginning of the assembly. I'm kind of like helping it, getting a start. So I'll, I'll, let's say for two months, I'm willing not to, to reach my minimum amount. And all can decide not not to deliver because it didn't reach and it's going to make him lose too much money. Once uh, everything's done, so people like come and collect the orders on a Wednesday evening at the local venue, let's say that the pub in Totnes, for instance. And the idea, since you never have any money exchange, you have the farmers who come, who just come to deliver what they already bought. You really have a peculiar experience that is going on. You have no money, like nobody talks about money. And the idea for us is to start really playing with the whole shopping experience and having a, a workshop from one of the farmers explaining and showcasing his work. You can have like a movie screening. You can have a debate. You can have, a, I don't know, like a, a clothing swap. You can have a concert. You can have an, a, like a, an independent artist showcasing his work. The idea is really to reconnect every week and that the whole neighborhood, the whole community gathers every week and has uh, like always a local event and comes to take their food, to mingle with their community, mingle with the people who feed them. So the idea is really to play with this two-hour slot and make it really, really powerful because then we have a hybrid model. We have a very powerful online, pla online platform. We have a lot of interaction online, but also takes reality once every week offline at the local venue. Uh, we started three years ago in France. The social response was amazing. Now we have over 620 assemblies everywhere in France. It means uh, 3,200 farmers selling to approximately 200,000 customers. We had so many requests from uh, foreign countries uh, for the past two years that we started thinking about expanding, but we wanted to do it very differently. So when we expand, we don't like uh, put a, a lot of money, invest in marketing, publicity. For instance, just to show you an example, like my uh, UK launch in the UK has been amazingly successful, but we, we spent 35,000 pounds in the whole launch. Like normally, like for a startup like us, they raise money because they need a million, a million pounds just to launch the market. We did it very differently because we realized like we are about human interactions. We know how to handle a network. We know how to talk differently to a producer, to a, to a local host who is not a professional, to institutionals to uh, possible partners, to other networks. The idea for us is really to be very inclusive and put everybody in the balance, in the discussion. And that's how we had great success in, in, in the UK. So now we have 10 assemblies open, uh, eight in London, two, one in Chester, one in Lancaster. We kind of in a freeze of opening now because we have a small team and I was realizing that the team was very reactive to all the demands. We have over a hundred demands to start assemblies all, all over the UK. But the idea was really to to, to focus on this first group of 10 assemblies, make sure they're a great success because for producers it's very important to have an assembly that has a success, that works well, because if not, 
if they don't reach the minimum amount every week, at some point they're going to get tired and say this model just doesn't work. So that's why like, we're focusing on these first assemblies, making sure they're an amazing success. And then end of January, beginning of February, we like to open it, uh, open all the assemblies, all the other requests, and it's like 60 to 70 openings all, all over the UK. So the, 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 the software program that, that you've developed, the, 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 the online uh, p- package, I suppose, is very, uh, mm-hmm. sof- it's very sophisticated. And uh, I wonder if you could just run people through how it works and if, if people become a member and start up a food assembly, of course, what they actually get as part of that. Of course. So yeah, our platform is uh, very sophisticated because we have, we have three types of users. You have a traditional member who just applies online and say, I want to buy local food. And who is going to see in a map all the assemblies around near his home. Then when he sees the assembly, he can become a member of the assembly and then he'll have access to all the sales every week. It's not like you don't have to pay to become a member or anything. You just have to put your name, your email and everything and that's it. You become a member of an assembly. Members can become members of up to free assemblies. So you can have your assembly close to your home, you can have your assembly close to your work and you can have your assembly close to, I don't know, where you go on weekends for instance. Then you have producers. Producers are very interested. They want to find additional ways of distribute the product and reach the customers directly. So they register online. They have to put, uh, I don't know, their legal status, uh, some information about their farm. And then once they're like registered, I would say their company page with, uh, I don't know, their EBAN, uh, their VAT number, whatever. Then they can start creating their product catalog. So they create all the products they have for sale. And then once they did that, of course, always talking to us to help them like do the best catalog possible. Also with their local host who has been inviting them to join. And then they can see all the assemblies at 150 miles of their farm, and they can decide to supply these assemblies. How it works when, for a decision to supply an assembly, to start working with an assembly, you have a dual, a double validation. So you have a, the farmer who asks, has, puts a request to the assembly to supply it, and then you have the local host of this assembly who has to accept the producer to it. And then when it's, you have this double acceptance, then the producer becomes a member, uh, like a producer of the assembly, and we can sell every week. And then you have a third type of user, which are like really our partners, our local partners, hosts, who decide they have a third button where I said, I want to start an assembly. What does it mean? So when they start an assembly, they have a first questionnaire with uh, some very uh, basic questions. How many times a week? How many hours a week do you have to run your assembly? If they say I have less than 10 hours, you would have an error message say, I'm sorry, managing an assembly takes time. You need at least 10 to 15 hours. So if you're planning on just spending three hours doing that, it's not possible. Where then, uh, I don't know, do you have an, a venue in mind? You already have a legal status. Uh, how have you heard about the food assembly? So we know like what, what, what made them come to the model. Uh, how do, where do you plan to do it? How do you plan to do it? Do you have any ideas? Whatever to get a better understanding of a person. Then once uh, they made the questionnaire, we can see all the results and then we can help them starting to run their assembly. So at first, in their assembly, in their mini platform of the assembly, it's very basic. They have to uh, specify the venue they have in mind. Once, until they haven't found the venue, the assembly won't unblock itself and then won't have access to all the other functionalities. Once they found the venue, then they can, the assembly goes live. So you can see that it's a building assembly on the map. 
And then they can start inviting members to join this assembly. They can start inviting producers. They can start, I don't know, maybe like playing a little, interacting with the community, saying, okay, hi, I'm planning to open it in this pub in approximately two months. Do you guys, do you members know any producers who, which could be good, I could contact, who would be a great producer for the assembly, everything. So yeah, and, and the idea is always to build it, to become a member of a community as well. Like that's what we did very well in the UK. When, once we had the first group of hosts in London, we really like did everything for them to become friends. So, like uh, some local dr some drinks. And now whenever you have an assembly opening, you have all the other hosts who are helping flyering in the street, helping out with the whole launch and everything. So the idea is usually when you become a host, and we had this problem in France when you had assemblies opening too close to others, you had this normal fear thing that we always have people saying, yeah, it's competition, uh, it's going to take my clients. We really want to like, get rid of all these feelings, all these energies for us who are completely stupid. And we want to make, we say like we're all part of a huge network. We're here to change the world, to make the direct commerce and local selling the way and not the exception, the rule and not the exception. So become friends. You guys work together. You can have an assembly. An assembly you can have 10 assemblies in towns if people don't go to supermarkets anymore and if we bring people back to the countryside. So that's how it's going and it's really evolving well and people are working together and we're very happy. So how do you see the... Um, uh, I mean, you, you mentioned that actually a successful food assembly would be taking custom away from uh, from supermarkets. Do you have a, a concern that uh, when we we so need to uh, preserve our local economies and our independent businesses and our high street, that actually what it's more likely, given the demographic of people who might be attracted to something like the food assembly, that what it might be doing is actually taking people away from the local independent businesses rather than from the supermarkets? Um. I think it's dual. That's our way of saying it. That's also our way of including uh, all the other actors. And since it's not a CSA, it's not a local market, it's also people who are kind, not necessarily very in the edge, but are still like interested in innovation. You have to buy online. So it's, it's kind of different. I think it like broadens the, the market rather than like coming and, and taking it out from others. And whenever we have these complaints from people saying, you are competition to us, I always answer saying, I'm sorry, but for direct commerce, local, local commerce, like in food, is just less than 5% of all food sold. So like, there's a huge market that you need to, to widen, and that's our model. It's not like coming and like taking out what people have been doing greatly, but they haven't been connected. They, it's always, uh, you have local CSAs are amazing, even the AMAP friends in France, and we all we've deeply value what they do. The, the only thing is that they can have a power that we have by the lack of connection between all the communities, everybody working together and interacting and exchanging. So for us, our global vision is that really like direct selling should be the rule, not the exception. So maybe at some point still that we are in a, like, a way of change. Maybe we are cannibalizing some of the local independent markets. I don't really think so. I hope, and we are. We want to work with all these markets, with the people who value their work, who are connected to the value. Because we're in a, in a world where, like, all industries are very disconnected from the creation of value. Like, it's logisticians who have the power, and when they have a the power, it always goes uh, that uh, it's maybe a little too extreme. What I'm saying, but. I really think it's 
it's very, very different when people like people who make the economy are very connected to the creation of value rather than being disconnected and just doing logistics, buying and reselling. It's very different. One of the one of the um, uh, sort of tensions around the food assembly model is is the question around uh, whether programs are open source or whether things are not open source. I don't know it's a conversation that we had before, but it'd be interesting to get your thoughts on you know the people who say. Well, these things should, from the beginning, be open source, or the or the argument that actually, you know, yeah. you've you've put a lot of resource into creating what you what what you have. I wonder if you could just talk about that tension between those of two. Course. Of course, um, so I think the the line is very thin. I think it's very interesting. For uh, I think effective reasons, we haven't been open source from the early beginning because we can't really be. Like you have something that is open source from the early days it's going to be a little messy. It's hard. You're going to have like a lot of business models in the same system. It's not very clear. So it's hard really to gain a critical mass. Even if it happens, you have a lot of projects to do. I just think it's a little harder to gain this critical mass via open source networks. As a tool for the uh, intentional localization of a place, do you see it as something that could be extended to things other than food? Could you have an energy assembly or a, a, bill, a, a housing assembly, you know, how, how transferable is it as a model? I think it, it could be huge, but instead of uh, thinking about industries, it's about knowing what we've done so far. What we've done so far is we've created an amazing network, a resilient network where people connect locally and nationally and hope, hopefully internationally. So... Other industries such as energy, everything, I think it may come. But for us, for now, it's above all, like really allowing our network. And via food, only via food, you also have nature, you have a food production, you have uh, changing the whole paradigm between the pharmacies because we're in a, in a world like where people eat like shit. So they're always sick. So like pharmacies and like pharmaceutical companies are amazingly powerful. And they're also all interconnected with Monsanto and everything. What we could do is saying, all people start going back to the countryside, start like, I don't know, creating some plants and everything. And some from a curative world, we, are, we come back to a world where everybody can create his own uh, path to health, via plants, via food, via everything. And also an idea that we have. 